to the Yeshiva Show with Dove and Mo. I'm David Friedman, Fastman Yeshiva High School, class of 2003. And I'm Mo Eisenberg, class of 1996. Dove, how the heck are you? I am great, Mo. It's been a while. It has been a while. Rabbi Rand episode, Rabbi Weiss episode. We've just been knocking them out. This is this is great. We have. We're on a roll. We are. We are. Yeah, you know, this roll. faculty thing is pretty cool. It was a good. It, you know, it was a good call because when you first mentioned it that we're going to do faculty, and I'm like yawn, and then, and <laughs> then like, what happened? To hear these guys, right? Are. But then what happened was is that as we got into the the weeds a little bit with the different rabbeim and faculty, we 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 uncovered stories that we didn't even realize, um, and and. We got feedback, which was which was incredible through voice notes and and uh, te- text messages and at parent teachers conferences at Ari Crown, literally ten people came over to me and said that that episode that was a really good episode. And I'm like, now you started listening? Come on, they've all been good, but they, they really like getting into it, and hearing about the Rabam and the backstory. Kind of, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a behind the music type deal. Yeah, it's, it's glad I'm glad to hear someone went to parent teacher conferences. Yeah. <laughs> Well, today I think is going to be another great episode. Yes. Um, you know, I love to podcast with you. Yes. Um, editing, not always <laughs> the most fun thing in the world, That's but I, I have a bit of a knack for it, I've been told. You do. Uh, between podcasting and spiels and things like that. And actually, this trait of mine goes back to one place. I think it goes back to Yeshiva Dekayetz in like ah. the early, early 2000s. Uh, I was taught how to use Adobe Premiere. Wow. Um, by none other than one of the Rebbeim at Skokie. Really? Yes. Uh, Rabbi Polstein. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. And uh, that was where I started. Um, and I taught video editing at Yeshiva Dekai. That's cool. And I haven't really given it up since. Good no one you. never lets me give it up. I still have to do montages and things like that. Um, and so, you know, I don't know how I feel about this. Right. <laughs> It's really cool. It's, it's really but, uh, great. But I'm excited to say uh, we have a very, uh, a guest that I think a lot of people um, have met, um, whether he was your Rebbe here or whether he, you met him through Yeshiva Dekayetz or in the neighborhood, uh, somebody that a lot of people have a lot of connections to Yeah. Um, in the studio today. You want to introduce our guest? Hey, it's my. It's really our, our honor and our privilege. It's a tremendous list for us to introduce my Rebbe, Rebbe Polstein. Rebbe, thank you very much for being here. It's 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 incredible that you're giving your time. Um, I, I look forward to you know hearing some really cool stories that don't embarrass either of us that that, that much. I don't know if that's possible to do, Moshe, but we'll give it a shot. Um, I I really just want to jump in, but I, I I'm kind of all over the place here. But but let let you know. Rabbi Polstein was going to be like a day at Kayetz. It really is. <laughs> Rabbi Polstein was my rabbi freshman year. And and before that, I had gone to Kayetz, and like 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 a lot of us. and But I think that we really had more of like a fear of Rabbi Polstein and Kayetz. And um, like, because color war breakout, when you, when, you, when you were in the zone, like stay away from Rabbi Polstein, he's in the zone. But then when you became a Talmud of his in the yeshiva, 
I mean, to this day, I mean, every, every, almost everything that I've gone through in life personally, I've, I've talked, Mary Polsey knows about it at some point. I've, I've called him about something or schmoozed with him about something. And I think that there are a lot of people like that. And we all think that, no, no I mean, he, he takes my call. But the truth is he probably takes everybody's call. And that's fine. But There but, aren't that many of them. I can afford <laughs> to take somebody's call. But so, Mary Polsey, when, how did you, if, I, if we start from the beginning, because Rebbe is, is from the South, I believe. Atlanta, Georgia. That's right, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, how, did, how did you end up in, in Chicago, in Skokie? Well, I was in Milwaukee. We had moved there from uh, Sacramento, California. And uh, we were there for a year. And I was looking for another job. And I wanted to be in a real city. I was yeah. tired of living in little cities. Uh-huh. I wanted Chinuch for my children. And I, I called up the Yeshiva. I called up to Donwell. And I said, I'm looking for a job. Yeah, he says come down and, and interview. So I came down and interview. We had a great conversation, and before I walked out the door, he says, "You know, we don't have any open rebbe jobs that you're looking for. We have a dorm counselor position. We'll call you the dorm rebbe. Wow, would you like to do that?" And you know, I, I really wanted to be in Chicago. If it didn't work out, at least I would be in Chicago. Right. So I said, "Sure." I'm walking out the door, and he says, "Oh wait, I forgot to tell you, you're also running our summer camp, Yeshiva <laughs> Sakayat." And I go, oh, I, I, "I've never run a summer camp before." He says, "But you'll learn, right?" And so, so Kayetz existed before? It did, yes. How it, many years did it well, exist no, before? About maybe four or five years, okay. right? It was a computer science camp. Okay. Of course it was. <laughs> that's popular with the right. kids those and, days. And like well, the, that's what I inherited. There were 25 boys in, in what camp. What year is this? Wow. This is 1986. There were 25 boys in camp. Wow. High school boys, and they all wanted to learn computer science because it wasn't available in school, uh-huh. but the popularity had grown. So that's... They did that all afternoon were they, from 1 were to they 5 yesh- o'clock. Were they Yeshiva guys, or were they high, from, from any high school? In, in uh, like they a, were from all over. From all over. Wow. All over. That's incredible. So, so okay. okay. Kai is starting <laughs> off as a computer <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I okay. see that coming at all. All right. We're going to have to get back to that in a second, because I, I do want to know when Kai became cool. But in the meantime... <laughs> Because um, that's the question we all want to know. But the the the, the so so Rebbe, so Rebbe was a dorm counselor, a dorm counselor, but dorm also dorm Rebbe, Rebbe. dorm Rebbe, dorm Rebbe. Sorry. And then how many years before? Does that mean you lived in the dorm? I lived in the dorm. Okay. Two years. Then I, I with think, with little kids. Uh, three, four kids. Wow. Wow. Okay. One was born here. Wow. Oh, really? Moshe was born. Wow. Were there dorm pets back then? I feel like I asked this to everyone. There were some rabbits and some, you know, a, a few, a lot of fish. <laughs> a lot of fish. So after that, there was this position opened up to be a, to be a Rebbe or? Yeah, after, uh, uh, well, I, I was teaching also in the base medrash after two years. The, okay. The beginner shirt for the base medrash, the JSP program. And, uh, and then an opening came open for the freshman class. Yeah. And uh, they asked me if I, if I would do that. And it, it was a pivotal time in the yeshiva. You know, the enrollment was 55 kids, maybe. Wow. And, uh, and our, our bread and butter kids were not coming to us. And they said, we got to do something with, uh, with camp to make it more attractive and so we can get these kids. Yeah. And that's what I was tasked with. And, and uh, so we changed camp all around to make it a very attractive to kids. Yeah. And uh, it worked. Yeah, I mean it, it's incredible. I I don't know I don't know if you know the, the number. I'm just I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but maybe you know the number. I'm curious the percentage of of follow through of kids that come to camp that that continue on to the yeshiva because you know if if at one point I guess it was and maybe this is still the point as a feeder system into into the yeshiva for for kids that are in seventh and eighth grade that they should you know be able to see the yeshiva and, and come as high school and that seems like that was at least 
in my day and maybe in Dove's day, that was a very successful model. Is that something that is that really is still an intention of, of camp? It's certainly part of the intention of camp, and, and it worked much better in previous years, both for kids who perhaps were not coming. It certainly was Mechazik, the boys who were thinking about coming, yeah. and it made it attractive, especially for boys from out of town who would be considering going away. So it worked very well for us. Yeah, I mean, there, there is no question. I'm, I'm curious. I mean, I give Rebbe the credit, and I'm curious uh, who Rebbe gives the credit to, but I, there is no question that... If you've gone to Kayetz, there is nothing better than Kayetz. There's well, just nothing better. For the boys coming to Yeshiva especially. Yeah, that, yeah. That, was, that gave them a, a, an in. They knew the Rebbeim. Right. They knew the, the layout. They knew the boys. And it becomes like, uh, um, and I know my nephew, my brother went to Kayetz, and my nephew's now in Kayetz. So it becomes, or, or went to Kayetz. It, it becomes like this Dore Doros type thing where, like, this, is, this has got to be a, a, a big smile on Rebbe's face to be able to see generations of kids who, Absolutely. Yeah, who, who come to Kayetz. And, like, no, this is, we know exactly what Rebbe Polson is going to do, because, but, but, but you never really know. But, like, you know, you're going to see the peanut butter and jelly skit. You're going to see, you know, you're going to see color work. You're going to see this. You're going to see that. And it just, and, and, then, and then my nephew will come back and say that that's not what happened at all it was a million times better than that I'm like how could it have been a million times better it was already at the peak when i was there so i mean to be able to like change on the fly and be so malleable that you can like you know to be i always thought that that rebbe had the, the really the finger on the pulse of what is popular and what kids are into and and what you know what the challenges that kids face and i think that that is really a uh just one of the amazing things about about you is that you, you know you're able to create this camp and create these ex opportunities for kids knowing that you know, we're in 2022 now it's just, it's summer 2023 is the next summer and we have to we have to we have to pivot where did, we have to pivot did you have experience with camps or was this all just i had gone to to secular camp jewish camps but secular camps as a kid so i and i enjoyed them so I, I tried to, you know, bring some of the, that spirit and activity and things that we did when I was a kid into, into Kayetz. Yeah. But, but I do have to tell you that, that a lot of our success, I always tell my staff, I can't do anything that you do. I can't get up there and make kids laugh, and I can't, you know, do this, and I can't do you're, you're amazing. My biggest talent is I'm a great scout for talent. Yeah. Because it's it's really our, our staff that are, are, have made camp so special the way it is, yeah. Really from the beginning, there are ideas that we incorporated to you know, and uh, you know, I'm there to make it happen. But you know, it's really you know, you're you're also myself included. You're always it's interesting that you say that because you you do seem to be okay with taking a risk on 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 having <laughs> counselors that you hope will be good yeah. and they turn out okay. You I know? can speak from experience. I mean, he's swung and missed a couple <laughs> right. of times with some of his counselors, but you know. <laughs> Well, I've told, but I had Mo, yeah, and he was great. That's right. I just wasn't the greatest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've told this story uh, numerous times, maybe not in this podcast, but I've told the story numerous times that uh, that uh, when I was going out with, with my wife, Devorah, we were going out, uh, my mother, Allah Shalom, told me that if I wanted to get engaged, I needed to have a job. And and I didn't have it. I, I didn't know any job. And I was going, I was in Loyola, and I was, you know, I just needed a job. I called all my friends together, and I said, guys, I need a job. And and they said, um, they said, well, NCSY is hiring. And I said, what, what's NCSY? And and they said, well, it's like Kayetz. 
and you're really good at kayaks. And that that's really what happened. And and, and Kachavi, I know A. Y. Weinberg, who who interviewed you, Micha Greenland told me this later on. He called Micha, who was the head counselor when I was a counselor. So he worked with me then. And it's because of my experience in kayaks that that we were able to do this. So really, a lot of a lot of that started with with this risk. Saying, yeah, I, I guess we'll take Rabbi Eisenberg's son as a counselor. Well, 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 so you're saying that I'm responsible for. Responsible for all the great people in NCSY that, that, because Rabbi Greenland was a head counselor for I'm, me also. Uh, when yes, you, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of there's a lot of I want, that on, I want that on record. Okay. No problem. I, you know, before we leave Kayats, one trip that just went and you, from what you can remember, can you think of one trip that just went totally awry? I can think of many trips. <laughs> Give us a couple. Should we talk about a color war breakout that oh my changed God. the world? Changed yeah, yeah, the world. Changed the world. Oh, gosh. This was this the was gutsiest. <laughs> are, we most... th- are we thinking about the same thing? Are we we have about to Wapaka? be. Yeah. Okay. The most original right, thing. This. I want to hear it, but then we're coming okay. back. Okay. So this is Wapaka. This was a campground in central Wisconsin that we had taken the boys for like a week-long overnight. It was really a lot of fun. Yeah, it was great. And it was 4th of July weekend, and we wanted to break out color war on the 4th of July. <laughs> So we had this great idea. There was a, there was a, in the lake, there was a. We a, had a, this great idea. <laughs> I, That's right. I had it was for idea. sure Revy's idea. Yeah, it was. Okay, but, <laughs> so they had this floating dock. I was a counselor, so the, by the, the way. The counselors were out there. They were going to be shooting off fireworks. And Dion Nathan, who's <laughs> yep. one of the counselors, he would fake having the firework blow up in his hand, fall into the lake. Mm-hmm. Yep, his and hand. Then, and then we would, we would go in and grab him, send a, a boat out to, to bring him. So sure enough, you know, he, not not a he, traumatizing he, idea. No, his, at hand, all, his hand would be blown off. <laughs> he, he grabs his hand, falls into the mm-hmm. water. Now, as the boat goes to pick up, which happened to be right there, and the counselors all run in the water with their with our clothes on. That was right. the idea. You're going to run in with your clothes on, okay, Rebbe? So that's yeah. what we did. Mr. Abowitz is there with the the van, ready to pick him up. Yeah, I mean, takes out all of his emergency medical <laughs> equipment, wraps him up, <laughs> ships him off to the. Uh, to the hospital. That's what everybody thinks. And we right. push everybody into the, the, to the dining room. We're shul, to Hillam or whatever. Right, to, to, so they can say to Hillam. And I, in my classic mode, I take out a cigarette. cigarette. And I start to light it up. And everybody, <laughs> Rabbi Polstein smoking a cigarette. This is really serious. <laughs> right. And then moments later, he comes running back in. And it's color war. And that was great for most of the kids. But yeah. there were some kids who wouldn't talk to me. The rest of the summer because they were hurt yeah. by the fact that we scared them so bad. Yeah, it was it was bad. So from that point on, we have not had any dangerous breakout. But yeah, there I'm was... gonna say, I'm gonna say, I think maybe I was the following year. I want to say, so I was in seventh grade, maybe the following year after okay. that, because I had heard something about yeah, this. Yeah, it was okay? brutal. Color war breakout my year. Lahavdil was, and Mo, you were my counselor. Yeah, is we were supposed to go see Sea Dog. Right. We were I know exactly. To this, this was totally lame. <laughs> this was the lamest breakout of all time. I know exactly what you're talking about. We were going to go to the Sea Dog, the the um, the speedboat downtown. Right. And it was the trip. Right. We were all psyched to go to yep. Sea Dog. Everyone and in their bathing suits. And we get outside, and all of a sudden, we start getting pelted by water balloons yeah. from on top of the basement. It's like, how can we top last said, year's? We can't. <laughs> Let's just go back to the beginning. So and then I just soak them with water. I just remember we're all they tell us it's color war and we're like, huh? All right. <laughs> so we go back into Goldberg Hall right. and we're all sitting there waiting the color war announcement. And I just go to myself, we want sea dog. 
and the entire school, the entire camp just breaks out for 15 minutes chanting about Sea Dog. See, there, there, there's but, a lot of life lessons that I think Rebbe could write a book on, and but, but I know that one of the tells for Color War, and I, I don't want to harp on Color War, one of the tells was like, okay, more as a, as a camper, Okay, well, we were on a hike and you lost Morty. Then we were on a hike and you lost Yissy. We were on a hike and you lost Yehuda. You know, like we knew you were going to lose a kid and out came the cigarettes. Okay, it's color war. Like it was the tell already. But like you had us convinced. It, it, it's like when you would tell the story, the prison story, which gets me every time. Robert Polson can get these these kids in a room, and I've heard this story a hundred times, and every time he says it, I'm like, what? And he gets everywhere and goes, well, most of you know that I'm a Rebbe in high school and I ran a camp, but... You don't know that I was in prison. And it gets me every For two years. time. <laughs> right. I spent, I spent years in Let prison. It's a great one. It's a great one. Um, but that's, that's I think, part of it. You, you are. You're a very good, you're a very good storyteller. And you're very, you, I, I, would, I would argue with you that are, you can't. Are we going to leave the audience hanging? <laughs> no, go, go ahead. Tell please. us the story. Tell the story. Let us hear the story because I haven't tell, heard it. Tell this. the story. I want to people to think. I want to hear it. <laughs> well, in, uh, in California, near Sacramento, there's Folsom, the little village of Folsom. It's a city, and there's Folsom Prison, which is a, 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 a maximum security state penitentiary. So you have the worst criminals imaginable. So I told them I was there for two years, and I'm, I'm waiting for everybody to right. close their mouths, which right. are hanging on says, yeah, Well, yeah, I, w- I was the chaplain there. That was, part of, <laughs> that was part of my job as being the rabbi in the city. And then I, you know, then I tell them, you know, prison stories, which there are many right. of you, know, but, uh, but yeah. There, but there's there's a lot of in management and in, and in scouting and in in how to deal with people in personal life and also in in whether they're whether they're doing work with you or for you. I think that there's a lot of life lessons that a lot of us have, have picked up on from from just being in your sheer, being in your presence, and being being you know having these hooks to, to to learn from you. And I think that it's incredible. And I, I, we've asked this question to to other faculty, other abam, and I'll ask you the same thing: is that of all the classes that you you've you've had and all the shiurim that you've given um is there and I, i'm sure it's mine but is there one is there one <laughs> class or one? you know i'm not asking for names but is there one class or one experience that really was like a aha like a wake-up moment as like as a rebbe to be like you know who we're playing with here like the field is changing or is it like or is it is that like a constant thing like it, because the guys keep changing the times keep changing it's always like uh you got to kind of shift with with how we teach the students because now when we were freshmen there were no cell phones now the freshmen have everything so and who knows what next you know the next freshman will have that's a great question Moshe. for me the aha moments never came during the years that the boys were in the yeshiva, you know, our yeshiva is built on a on a a philosophy, a mission of incremental change from when you come in to when you leave. We don't make cookie cut, you know, b'nai Torah. We give them the ability to spread their wings and to experience a broader spectrum of life than uh, than other yeshivas, yeah. with the belief that that when they commit themselves to Torah, it's a commitment that comes from a a more real, more deeper, more significant place from within, not something that was forced upon them. So a lot of times the Rebbeim don't see the complete product until they have a chance to take the seeds that we've planted and make it part of their life afterwards. So those aha moments for me were, were for example, the, the years that I taught seniors. <laughs> so I'd go to Eretz Yisrael every year to follow up. And we'd have a reunion. Yeah. And it, it, those, those were great. That was great. Uh, the reunion with the boys, it was just so fantastic and I make sure that we had a time where everybody could get up and do the the talk bit that I love so much. And to hear them talk about what the yeshiva meant to them 
and, and, and how it changed their lives and the friends that they made and the connections that they had with their Rebbeim. To me, that was, it works. Wow. <laughs> you know, because yeah. sometimes we're never really sure. Right. So it really works. Right. You know, and uh, so for me, that, that, was, that was exceedingly special. I wish all the Rebbeim had that opportunity, you know, to go to Eretz Israel and to, and to see the guys after they got into learning. It was really for me, that it made a big difference in my life to see the end product. Yeah, that's a great. Especially now that we have so many, so many of our graduates in, in major positions around the world and doing fantastic things. Yeah. In the Jewish community. Do you think? Do you think that the yeshiva, where it stands today, not not meant as a loaded question here, but but will come out as a loaded question. The yeshiva where it stands today, I think there's there's less there's less amount of dormers than there were when we were there. It seems like the classes might be a little smaller. Um, and yes, in Chicago, there seems to be a new yeshiva sprouting up every, you know, every few months. Um, but do you think that the yeshiva is poised the way they are now for, for you know, even higher and higher? And is, is there something that um, the people should know, I think, about the yeshiva that maybe Rebbe, who's been here for a while in the summer, but also throughout the year, um, could give chizuk to the people kind of listening and people are out of town just wondering, Hey, where where is Skokie right now? Well, the, you know, answering the dorming situation, that the, you know the the pandemic really killed our dormitory. Yeah, boys had to go on Zoom, and a lot of parents didn't want their kids zooming, so they they found other alternatives. Uh -huh. So we, we're build, building back the dormitory. It's a great dormitory. Yeah, and even the kids that that we have this year are re really they love it. Uh, we put a lot of effort into it, but you know th there's a niche for Skokie and Shiva in the world, and I think that niche will always exist. And a lot of people just are not willing to put the effort in to make that kind of uh, welcome work. We are. Right. We, are. We're dead, we're, we, know, we know what we're about, and, uh, and uh, our, boys, our boys love it. Yeah. I mean, historically, enrollments kind of ebbed and flowed, right? You, yeah, that's you, true. You said yeah. 56 mm -hmm. students when you joined, and obviously it got bigger over time. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, think when, I think when I graduated, there, were, there was like 160-something, I think, in, in the high school. So it, uh, it, yeah, definitely. And it got bigger than that, also. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one, one of the questions. My father and I used to, you know, play this game. <laughs> who's got more kids, Skokie Shiver or Shiver's Akayats? We go back and forth. I'm telling you, Shiver's Akayats is like. Uh, there's a badge of honor that I'm sure you, you you still hear. There's a badge of honor with your Shiver's Akayats, and and there are names that come up out of the woodwork of like, oh yeah, well you were, you know, either they said you were my counselor in Kayats, or you know, we 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 were. You don't remember me? Like we were, you know, we hung out. And you were like a, the best counselor, and and I was a seventh grader. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, it's just it's cool, and I think that. that anyone that has the opportunity to either come to the yeshiva to either check it out as, as a potential high school student or or uh, have the opportunity to go to camp beforehand um, really it's it's an it's I mean it's beyond incredible we we joke about all the different summer programs that a person can go on nowadays and um, and there are lots of them and they're all great uh, but there's nothing better they're than They're all Kites. on CSY. But, but there's nothing better than Kayats. And that, that there's really nothing better than Kayats. So that may be true. What's the, what's the plan for, what's the plan for Kayats? What's like the next what's the next um, cool thing that you 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 think like will will a Wapaka type thing and excuse my ignorance, will a Wapaka type thing happen again? Not, I'm not talking about blowing off Dion Nathan's hand, but I'm talking more about <laughs> because that there was an aspect of I don't remember the guys who were, what were the name of the guys who ran that camp? The the the, camp, the campground. Do you remember? You're asking me to remember something so long ago? Come on. I, Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy on, remembers. I'm, I'm on the spot. It's not, um, okay, it's not but, but I, here's um, what I remember from Wapaka. Okay? But I just want to know, hold on. They but I just want to know, like, is there, is there like Greg. a... Greg. Okay, oh. okay, there you go. And his wife. 
I don't remember. Wife of Greg. Okay. <laughs> but is there is there like um Greg. is there like something that. that you 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 think like you know what I'd really like to do in kayaks because I think like you've done every trip like you've done there there isn't is there like a an apex you want to climb is that the right term that you want to like no. get to? It'd be nice if we had a facility off campus that we could take camp there part time and yeah. have the best of both worlds. That's likely not going to happen. Uh, we took them to a, a nice place last year. It was supposed to be a two night overnight. The kids we left after one day because the kids didn't like the bugs there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you what know, about what you if know. we build you? They a always tell class. me, Paul, why do you take us tent camping? Why do you do that to us? Well, it's you know? hard to we, be we air come here in because a we love our air conditioning. <laughs> right, and we, exactly. I, I, you know, I, I think I've given up on that. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, well, what if we build you a world class gym? Will that help? Oh, that yes, absolutely. <laughs> No, but seriously, that is, is that, how does that affect, that's an interesting point. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. As soon as it's finished. Right. It's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, how does enrollment look for camp for, for this coming year? Well, we, we just started start? last just started. week. I have 20 okay. kids already enrolled. How many? 20. Wow. Wow. Well, the early bird pricing okay. ends December 31st. Okay. Uh, I want parents to save as much money. Listen, yeah. Chicago winter, not so great. Chicago summer, pretty great place to be. It's true. Great, yeah. It's really true. I mean, there should almost, was there ever a, this is interesting. Question: Was there ever a talk of a Kites reunion, or has there ever been a Kites reunion? Because I'd be honest with you, on the Yeshiva podcast, I'm pretty sure you get more people at a Kites reunion than you might at Yeshiva class there, reunion. There, there has been talk. The question of, of the logistics, where to do it, have to be when the, you know, during Ben Asmani, when the boys are not here, like a winter vacation. Right. You know, and it's, it's complex. Uh, it, how, how do you keep doing it? Because I would think I don't know being a Rebbe. I would think being a Rebbe <laughs> oh, during the year. I you know, you the whole point of being a teacher is like you the, get the summer. two months okay. off. Okay. How are you? How what keeps you going? I, you know, if you put all the, the summers together, I've I've lived Yeshiv Sakaiets for three and a half years here. <laughs> but Kaiets and being a Rebbe. But but, but I, no no no, it, it happens the last day of camp. Last day. Of camp. Okay, this is it. Can't do this anymore. I call my wife. I'm, I can't do this anymore. It's just, I'm, I'm nuts. Okay, and the kid will come over to me and they'll say, "Rabbi Paulson, I just wanted to say goodbye." I have to tell you, I I never knew how beautiful and meaningful and fun Shabbos could be. Yeah. Yeah. How can I you, look at this kid? And I have a tear in my eye, and right. I go, "Okay, Hashem, give me the koach. Let's do it. Let's do it one more year." That's <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> right. true. Well, there, that's yeah. yeah. And that, that's, I don't, I, there's not much to say after not that. Not a lot of people get that moment in their life one time. Right. Right. I, I get that every year from kids. Yeah, that's incredible. I, the hashpa that the people have had in their own lives to be able to, uh, even if they don't end up going to the Yeshua, uh, but but they just, they're living their lives. Like I, I we, we talked before we started the show about just some, some alumni that I was in camp with as, as campers and, and trying to stay in touch with those guys. And it's it's shocking to me that, campers that I was with in camp with in seventh grade that I saw for a few weeks a year we're still we still we're, we're buddies and 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 you 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 know we've gone through ups and downs and we've 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 helped each other when times of of you know times were tough and we've helped each other when times were good and and it's uh it's incredible that Kai's allowed us for that opportunity I mean we're we're the the Guys are close with their counselors. The counselors Camp are close friends with their friends for life. Yeah. That's what we always say. Yeah. I mean, it's you, true. you can look at a yeshiva and judge it by how many, you know, Talmidei Chachamim come out of it. Right. How many Rosh Yeshiva come out of it. Right. Um, or you can say, like, did it impact people positively 
at you know a point in their life. Right. And I think Kayats or the yeshiva, whether you're here for the entirety of Kayats, whether you're there for one year, whether you went to the yeshiva or not, whether you were in the yeshiva for four years or four months, you, right. know, you know, the question is, did the place have an impact on you and positively affect you, make, give you the relationships you need, um, you know, going forward. And Kayats, I think is one of those, one of those, uh, things that, uh, the yeshiva was able to, uh, really, uh, give that to kids for you know, yeah. like it made that happen for kids and made that possible for them a really positive part of it yeah bingo and i, I think that also rebbe has the the unique opportunity because i don't want to harp on kayats but um but i know it's obviously a passion but also to be able to be a, a rebbe of freshmen and then of seniors and then to, to teach you know different juniors classes. my year okay yeah, junior, I'm, I'm so back to juniors now two juniors is rebbe ever see sophomores nope okay good let's stay away from 10th grade but <laughs> but for freshman year and, and i remember and i was just we were telling this on the last show with rebbe rand i remember our freshman year was not easy because we had some seniors from from mexico in our freshman year um so rebbe really really was taught was teaching seniors and in the same year um there was it was a, it was an interesting time and i think that to be able to have the, that hashpa on people um, and I, I've told this story as well, is that I, when I was in Mexico, um, I had met with somebody who was in the yeshiva, and they asked me, how's Ripolsi doing? Really? And, and, that's, and that's, that's an incredible thing, is that this guy was a senior when I was a freshman. He was in the yeshiva one year. I'm not even sure he was in our shir. But he asked me, how's Ripolsi doing? And, and it's, you have this hashban, people, and it's because Rebbe's, Rebbe and, and family, the Rebbitson, is just warm people, who are ready to help? Who who have a smile on their face always, and it's it's uh, it, you give incredible chizuk to everybody, everybody in the city. What, uh, what is Rebbe trying to get across in his shear? You know, I, there's the Kayetz Rabbi Polstein. Is there is there a different Rabbi Polstein in shear? Because I didn't have you. Uh, yes, that's absolutely. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't have you, but uh, it's a good question. And um, first and foremost, it's probably true for every Rebbe. I, I like to give. The Masora, which I was privileged to receive from my rebellion, of Yaakov Weinberg, of Yaakov Weinberg, people that, that, you know, that have molded me mm-hmm. in my thought process and my learning process. So I like to give that over to, to Tommy and them. I like them to know how to ask questions and how to figure out the answers on their own and to what's important and what's, what's less important. And then you have a geschmack in learning them. To me, if I if I'm learning chumash with them, or if I'm doing navi or whatever I'm doing, if, if there's not a message in it that's relevant to them, then, then I have failed as a rebbe. So that's yeah. what that's, that's what I try to do. Let, let, let me. I appreciate Rebbe giving us the time. I have, I have one final question that we've been asking some people, and and that is, it's a hundred years for for HTC. Some, somehow they got here. <laughs> the question is. The question is, it's a bracha. It, it is a bracha, and I and I want to know if if there's something you know, Rebbe could say about about just wrapping it up in, in the past, where we are in the present, and also where Rebbe sees it in in the future with the yeshiva and and where where uh, where guys and, and who go to yeshiva are, are are going. What's the what's the what's the uh, outlook look like for Skokie? Well, I, I'm very optimistic because just judging from the boys that have gone through our system and what they've become, you know, Baruch Hashem, you know, we're on to something. They needed us. We provided what, they, what, they, what was good for them, what was best for them. Yeah. I can't believe that we won't be, you know, have a bracha from Hashem, that we should continue to be matzliach 
how and when exactly that's going to happen. We just have to try our best. Yep. I mean, right, Polstein? It is really, it's our, it's our, uh, our privilege and it our was pleasure. More fun for me. <laughs> we didn't get, you, you guys, you guys are terrific. We didn't get too embarrassed. That was okay. pretty good. And let's, let's come back and, you know, find another topic that we share that we can talk about. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. You're always welcome back. Thank you very, very I much. I appreciate guys. the time. You Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. Mo, I love kites. Um, I, I feel like I need to say this, um, Kayetz is June 26th to July 25th this year, um, and it is just going to be four weeks of total excitement. So if you're interested in applying to Kayetz, if your son Guys, or I'm just gonna nephew say, is, is interested. It's the cheapest camp on earth for kids that age. It really it really is, but it's 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 the high, it's the, I mean, it's the greatest bang for your buck. It's so. insane. You have to go to this thing. Yeah, you have to go. Send your kids. Yeah, send your kids. And, and really, what right if they did adult Kayets for one, like a three days of adult Kayets? Yeah, I feel like, <laughs> can you imagine what the tunnel would look like after that? <laughs> to move into the Yeshiva for three days. Yeah, I mean, that would be the worst. Um, I don't know. It could be a fundraiser. It could be a fundraiser. Yeah. Uh, the haunted tunnel. We could do a whole bunch of stuff. But I don't know if they'd raise enough to, to, right. to withstand the damage. That's right. The building. But I got to tell you, Rabbi Polstein, on a personal level, as a, as a student of his, as he's a mentor of mine, he taught me so much about life and, and in general. And I'm 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 very close with with uh, his kids. And it's just it's it's. Um, it's tremendous to have him and and to to hear him that he's you know he's still part of the staff still loves the yeshiva, um, his his aspirations are just to help people, and he's doing it every single day. You know, I think you think about Rebbeim and what characterizes them for Rabbi Polstein. I always feel like it's empathy. Yeah, like he's just an empathic person. Um, you know, he relates to the kids on a different level, but he he listens and he cares and uh, it's. It's a really good thing um, for for kids to be around and to learn from. Yeah, I, I hope, and I hope that people are are willing to. Um, I, I think Rabbi Polstein spoke about this. I think I, I hope people are willing to take that. I don't want to say the word chance, but really take that take that opportunity and see the opportunity. Is that you know the yeshiva is is the yeshiva, and it's yes, it's the same building, and it's the same that we were all we were all in, and, and our parents were in, et cetera, et cetera. But but the rebbeim have this sense of uh, you know this, this caring for the talmidim that that uh, I mean it's it's a lifelong relationship, and and it's fantastic. And if you if you send your your son to to Skokie Yeshiva, I mean, you're going to see that it's, the kid's going to come out, going to come out a different kid, and it's going to be you're going to be better off for it. And he's going to have relationships with, with really with people that will help him um, throughout his life and and be someone that he can talk to. Well, he'll at least have the opportunity to meet some of these, uh, yeah, some of these rebam that we've talked to. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited, and it seems also you know I think that every rebbe is like you know is accessible. I mean, even if you're a senior rebbe and you have a and you're a freshman, I, I think every rebbe is accessible, and I think that it's it's not, it's a nice thing. Yeah, it I really mean, I is. never had I never had Rabbi Polstein as a rebbe, right? Yeah, you know, still had a relationship with him. Yeah, so, yeah, great. Well, cool stuff. Yeah, another uh, fun episode, Mo. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, I'm excited to see what's next, and also excited for our East Coast reunion. Which yeah. we might have already done. <laughs> we may have already attended it by now. Okay, we'll see. Maybe we maybe we'll get this one out before then. Um, but you know what will definitely not have happened by then? We will not have received or published your memories from why is the that? 1960s 
or the lightning strike. People, send us your voice notes. If you know somebody who was there, maybe you weren't there. Maybe you don't have a memory. But there's somebody who keeps telling you about stuff from that time frame. And you don't want to hear it anymore. But you have a chance. But now you know people who do. Yeah, like like maybe it's that guy just who keeps talking about the it. nurse that stole his wallet. Next time they do it, you know, just take out your phone and surreptitiously press record if you're in like a one-party state, one, you know, party consent state. Ah. Press record and... Let them go and then just send it to us. Yeah. Or tell them, hey, there's this podcast. There are people who want to hear you. Now, I don't want to hear you, but there are now, these uh, two people, Mo and Dove, who want to hear you uh, talk uh, about this. Esquire, is that is that free legal advice you just gave them the podcast? You know, there's <laughs> no legal advice. I will tell you in Illinois, it is a two-party consent. <laughs> uh, you do need to get, if you're recording people without telling them, that's a felony. So... <laughs> Hey, you know, <laughs> uh, but I, but I, I mean, and listen, it's always fun to talk to faculty. We do, we do have some lined up. It's great to be able to get people who are willing to talk to the about the yeshiva, who love the yeshiva, who want to see it succeed, who, uh, and that's, that's the underlying theme, uh, with the exception of a couple people, everyone that we, <laughs> everyone that we no interviewed, ever hear those interviews. <laughs> no, they won't. But um, with, with the exception of those guys, everyone that we've interviewed really wants to see the yeshiva succeed and is proud, is proud to be part of it. Yeah. And we want to hear more. Send us your memories. The Yeshiva Show at gmail.com. Again, the Yeshiva Show at gmail.com. If you got some bounce back or something, just email me and I'll figure out a way to get the video. And, and keep, for those WhatsApping hey, I us. Have, I have a voice note, people. This is going to happen. Yeah. And for people who keep WhatsApping me personally, please continue to do so. I'm really happy that you're listening to the show. Mo, I think we need to do a mailbag episode one day. Ooh, that would be neat. You no, know, no, we'll just, just read from the mail, which yeah. is another way you can send us your memories, send right. us your thoughts, send us some emails. Try to keep them short. Try to keep them short so that we can, you know, go through them easily. Oh, yeah. No, we don't have to read the whole thing. No, I, I guess so, not. You know, if you're having an episode, just go for it. Well, right, don't you have right. a paralegal that can just highlight the important I, parts? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us at the Yeshiva Show on Instagram, on Twitter. I think we have one follower on Twitter, but Instagram look, it might be me. Hot, look, yeah. look out, look out for the um, look out for the Yeshiva Show swag. You Twitter's might see people. Well, uh, you might see people reading it or wearing it or hey, watching. If you send it. us memories, Josh will send you swag. Josh will send you swag. Send us your stuff, stuff, guys. From the Yeshiva Show, this has been Dove. And this has been Mo. Have a good night, everyone.